Attention! Roll call. Name and rank. Jacob. Private parts. Reporting for duty. I can't hear you, maggot. Jacob. Private parts. Reporting for duty, sir. Thank you for busting out the levels. I am Commandant Lucas Melby. <laughs> this regiment, this platoon is a whole new pod. I, uh, <laughs> a platoon all about glorifying the military and the trappings of the I, TV I, original movie. Sir, yes, sir. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> this is a whole new pod, a podcast all about Disney Channel's original movies. <laughs> Whoa. Pluralized, possessive at all. <laughs> We're rolling with it. You weren't wrong, though, the way you said that. And as our shocking, whoa, what's happening intro would indicate, this is going to be a very patriotic episode. Yeehaw. We are taking it back to the year 2002. Wow. We've already been there once with Double Team, but... But now we're doubling back. As you probably could guess, or would know by reading the title of this episode, we are covering Cadet Kelly this time around. One of the more well-known DCOMs, I would say. Of course, we've been leading up to this point for quite some time of, you know, we're looking to before and post 9-11 and how it might affect... Just the pop D-coms. culture landscape, because it did, no. and we're looking at, I don't know what month this came out, but you would think September 2001 to maybe like March, April 2002, yeah, exactly. definitely yeah, sure, time like, to have a television movie yes. production schedule turn yes. around. And it's not like based on like a, a book or a play or what have you. It's Where's D-com. all the based on play <laughs> decoms? <laughs> Disney Channel Original Movies presents The Crucible by Arthur Miller. Zetus Lapidus, you're a witch. By William Shakespeare, Zenon. To be fair, we're not gonna... It's not an overly, like, jingoistic, like, rah-rah, the military's great no, kind yeah, of not, thing. Not really. Just, it, just The whole thing is just like a boot camp. That's but just like watching it in it 2020, like... kind of just be like, anything that seems like pro-America or pro-military. All but, right. Enough, enough but, serious. But, but yeah, it's not shoving it down your throat. It really doesn't have. I, I mean, they do like the sir, yes, sir, but it like it's. No, other we'll than save that. that for. I think it's called like Operation Tiger Cruise or something, oh. which takes place on an aircraft carrier. <laughs> so we have the longest decom I think we've watched thus far. Yeah, and clocking in at an hour forty minutes. And we lucked out, you know, this being the longest. It wasn't like a shit movie. No, there's definitely been ones that have been shorter that felt longer to watch. Yes. <laughs> but this movie gets right into the action because we get an immediate shot of bustling Times Square and then no. quick cuts to other parts of New York and then a pop song, maybe by Hilary Duff because she, I think, as yes. any kind of starring female person on Disney Channel. Song songs. Yeah, she was forced into some kind of thing. And then we're seeing Hilary Duff herself playing... The titular Cadet Kelly, Cadet but Kelly. she is now currently just Kelly Collins. Kelly Collins. At some kind of new age, hoity-toity, art, feelings-focused, yeah, artsy. Art school, yeah. School in New York City yes. where it seems, based on what her teacher says to one of her classmates, it's very much about, like, your feelings and yeah. what, what grade you think you should feel yeah. or what grade you feel you should get. Yeah. And we're getting some narration because, of course, it's a Disney Channel original. You have to have the narrate, narration. But the narration is of extreme self-importance because Cadet Kelly is... Oh, sorry, just Kelly here. Yes. She's saying, my story needs to be told. 
my memoir. Me- yeah, she says that. I so like that. she is talking to her teacher about she had just participated in some kind of like interpretive ribbon dance with her yes. friend Amanda. Yeah. And Amanda, it's, the teacher asks Kelly, oh, what are you going to do about your family? And she says, you know what? I'm going to do a documentary. I thought you were going to write a book. Well, that was after I was going to do a sculpture garden. Uh, okay. Uh, so she has a video camera. We yes. see her dad walking up to her from the distance who also has a camera. He's like on like a ledge. Yeah, he's on kind of a raised stone fence ledge kind of thing. And he falls so, off. Oh, that's foreshadowing. It is setting up. I didn't even think about that. a bit of a clumsy dude. Okay. And then we see them both kind of with their cameras and this whole documenting her family kind of thing yeah. is dropped pretty quickly. Yes. I mean, to be fair, she does have to transfer schools. Minor spoiler alert. Yeah. But Kelly is with her dad and they're going to meet up with her mom who is divorced from Kelly's dad. But they yes. seem to still be on pretty good, good terms. terms. Yeah. So Kelly is getting an extreme close-ups with her mom's face. Who Her mom's an editor, upper-class yeah. person. And she's like hopping around. Yeah. She's bouncing. She's going It's one of those situations where we're supposed to think this mom is a total bitch. Yeah. But also Kelly, from the position of a 27-year-old adult, is pretty obnoxious. Being a twat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she's bouncing around in this. And, and we see her bouncing towards something. That she shouldn't be bouncing towards, and the parents see that, too. Yes, the mom, as all, I assume, uh, high-class New York editors of, I don't even know what she's an editor of, but in her office, they all have just a weird black pedestal with a fishbowl full and of goldfish on it. In the middle of the room. Yeah. Just in the middle of the room. It's avant-garde. Yeah. Feng with her, shui. With her hopping about with the camera, she does not see it, and she... She bumps back it, into it, and at first it just it starts like rock back and forth. So, and they're like, "Huh?" Oh, they're trying to you know persuade it with their their hands, whatever. And like you maybe think it's gonna just level out and be fine, but no, it crashes. The fish are on the floor, flopping on the floor. Kelly's picking up the fish and throwing it in her shirt and stuff like that. Later on, we find out that all the fish live. Yep, and we but find that out back at uh, the mom's apartment where she's there with Kelly. Because we can put the pieces together that the mom, like in many divorce cases, has custody of yeah. Kelly. And the mom is excited about dinner because her boyfriend and, as we'll soon find out, fiancé, yes. Joe, who is a retired general. He doesn't seem that old to be a general, let alone a retired one. No. But he must have really ascended through the ranks. And this is one of the decoms where we really do have a lot of recognizable people hillary duff is obviously a huge name yeah uh, i can't remember i think this guy's name is maybe gary cole but he's recognizable from a lot of kind of character actor roles most notably in office space he plays the boss yeah. the really typical shitty boss of you're gonna have to come in i'm um, okay i don't know i saw the movie okay. one time a long okay. time ago uh i think he's also in silicon no no not silicon valley he's in veep and he's pretty funny in Veep, where he's he's a he's the serious guy. He's in comedies, yeah. but he's usually like the straight laced straight man kind of role. He's a straight man. Hmm? Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> what I meant by that. He's um, a straight man in this because over Chinese food, which is taken out from a place that labels their containers Chinese food, <laughs> they announced the mom and Joe that they are going to get married. 
And then, like, I was like, Hillary, Kelly, Hillary, Hillary. Kelly then asked, Kelly. well, well, now Kelly that you're going to be my is dad, Kelly. what should I call you? And knowing what I thought about this movie, that she ends up in a military school and she gets no. a new stepdad. I was going to think, like, this guy, he's military. Like, he's going to be really sir. strict. Sir, and, yes, sir. Yeah. Forcing this kind of upbringing on her. But he's just like, no, uh, you can call me Joe, uh, <laughs> sir. He's like really, like. yeah, he's like really laid back. And she says, okay, I'll call you sir. And it's not, you know, Holes situation where no. my name's Mr. Sir. Yeah. That's in Holes, right? I don't know. Anyways. Anywho. But, so they're off to like good terms. But yeah. those terms will get a little bit sour because... The day before their wedding, Kelly and her mom, or I don't even know if it's the day before their wedding, the timeline gets a little nebulous here where things just kind of move fast. It's like, hey, we need to get to the military stuff. So they're out on the town having one last fun day before the mom gets married. And then the mom lets drop that Joe, being a retired general, is in high demand in some sectors of the workforce, and he has been given a job at a school yes as the principal but more accurately the commandant, commandant of a military prep school in upstate new york and they're gonna move there yes and kelly is upset but not extremely she doesn't upset. really throw a fit we do get a, a nice bit of sound work where as soon as she finds out that it's a military school She's on a street corner and there's a car squeal behind her. Like, yeah. No, kind it's... of it's filling in for like the record scratch moment. But I feel like her acting in the scene and just how the it was edited together wasn't quite as impactful no. as it could have been. No. To the point where it's like, was that an accident that the car squeal is put in there? But I think the intention seems pretty clear. It just yeah, no, wasn't definitely. executed on as good as it could be. I agree. Kelly is distraught. And she's in her room, packing her bag, talking to her friend Amanda. Well, she says, I will never go. Yes. I'm not going to do this. As she's packing all of her shit away, I'm not going to do this. But really, her packing is mostly focused on her <clears throat> multicolored fleece blanket. Blanket. Which she folds yes. and it just like keeps tapping and <laughs> patting in her suitcase. But there's never a uh, significant attachment given to this this blanket yeah, like not, like you said it was i'm you know. taking my lucky blanket that i've had since i was a baby exactly no nope, it's just a blanket that we're supposed to know is very important yes and it's funny that because upstate new york has a reputation of the hamptons kind of if you have a place upstate you're probably rich no. but the mom says one line about this area first of all the house they're going to move to him being the commandant he will have an estate on yeah. the campus of the school that Kelly can go to on the weekends, but it'll be a boarding school, like a normal military school for her during the week. But the mom says we're moving somewhere where there is no takeout, <laughs> which I don't know if such a place can exist if there's enough people that there'd be a military school for. Because there's got to be staff at that school. It's yeah. not going to be all just kids. It's like, oh, we don't have a McDonald's or we don't even have a restaurant. But it almost feels like it was almost kids watching it. You know? Checkmate Cadet Kelly. Yes. But yeah, even small towns in Minnesota I've been to, it's not like they're like, oh, what? You want to take this food out of here? No, you have to eat it all in front of They me. got at least, you know, those those little Dairy Queens, you know. Yeah. Tiny Dairy Queens. All the Dairy Queens make you stay there, and then they turn off the air conditioning, and you have to eat your dilly bar before it melts. <laughs> it melts. 
So then we are just right at the school, George Washington Military Academy, I believe it's called. Yeah. We get some establishing shots, typical stuff of kids marching around, throwing guns around, bugling, flags, yeah, Yeah. rifles, flipping about, all that kind of stuff. Very, very important. Indeed. Foreshadowing. Not what I necessarily would have thought would have been the pointed direction of this movie. No. But we'll get to that a little bit later in our discussion. But who rolls up is just Kelly. I don't think she's really dropped off by her mom. She's just there. And I don't think, yeah, the commandant, she's, she's just, just there with her suitcase. And she's like, um, where can I get a mocha latte? <laughs> and it's like, okay. She, and yeah, they really give her that, I don't know, kind of maybe snotty. Not really too I meant too to snotty. look up when, was it called The Real Life? Was that the show with uh, Paris Hilton? Oh, and yeah. Nicole Richie, where it was all, I mean, it was I a reality so. fake show, but yeah. it was these super rich girls going and doing farm work and stuff like yeah. that. And that very much feels sort of the character that Kelly okay. is filling in of fish out of water, but the, I don't really understand anything about yeah. military school, and I'm all about arts and feelings yeah. and but but yeah she, she's not like stuff. too she's not too bitchy you know she's not like no. totally stuck up what very you, oblivious what to think that we'll see her right now go into her barracks it's the first day of school ever well i don't know if it's the first day of school but it Who, sounds yeah. like it's the first day of school because some kids roll up and they're like oh fuck we got oh, stone yes. again yeah yep. unless maybe it's Good a new point. semester and they're getting assigned it's, their it's, just, it's the start of something new but everybody else is in uniform. Yes. So, first of all, I don't know why Kelly would be walking up, seeing all these Maybe people in uniform, just... and think, I don't need to do that. Yeah. Or why the commandant would have been like, hey, it's the first day. And that's exactly what on. I thought. Why isn't he giving her like a heads up? You know, like, this is what you should be prepared for. You so, she lays down on her bed in the barracks and sees, or she gets introduced to her kind of bunkmate, bunk Carla, um, who yeah. says, hey... I'm Carla. You shouldn't put that very obvious and very colorful blanket on your bed. And she's like, man, whatever. We hear some other chatter from other girls in the barrack, which is where we first hear about Captain Stone, the ooh, scary barrack captain. And Kelly's just like, yeah, uh, we there's no need to be afraid of her. You know? This is the democracy. democracy. There's no, no reason we can make change. And then we also hear name dropped Brad. Very... What's a Brad? The fucking hottest guy ever. <laughs> That's but it. Stone's all about Brad. Yeah. But we'll see. Brad seems to not care about Stone whatsoever. No, he doesn't really play like too important of a role in this movie at all. Yeah, his character's underdeveloped to be generous, I think. Yeah, they kind of hype him up like he might play like in a little love triangle, but he doesn't. So then Captain Stone comes in, and this is a very dramatic entrance where we're only seeing her nice shiny boots walking yes. in, and then we'll slowly pan up all of the after she's stopped by Kelly's yeah, bunk. Yeah, because all, all the cadets are waiting patiently, you know, like stiff as a board, and Kelly's just trying to fix her blankie all nice and yes. tight. And just like putting it in her suitcase, she has to be like very exact with, very meticulous. with the blanket, and we see the boots stop. Do a 90-degree turn. turn. Hey, maggot, what yeah. are you doing? And Kelly, not standing up yet. She gets up. Oh, I'm sorry. Blah, 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 blah. What's that on? What's that rag on your bed? And she goes, oh, 
That's the thing I right. forgot to bring up with her. She makes weird noises like her that. Her friend or... Amanda from the art school that they just a couple of times. It's very, it's almost something I think Miss Piggy does where it's just this disgusted like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and they go back and forth like that. And I think it is supposed to be obnoxious. I think oh, yeah. you're not supposed to necessarily like Kelly a ton at the beginning of this movie. But I think I like her less <clears throat> than I think I'm supposed to. <laughs> captain stone speaking of other known characters or actors in this movie is christina christina something romano who she plays in the even stevens she's will eventually get to i think the even stevens movie is yeah she's she's i don't even know and she's also the voice of kim possible she's shia labeouf's sister in even stevens yes and the voice of kim possible yeah so kind of a, a big name in fact the if you want to call it a poster, the cover of Cadet Kelly has Hillary Duff and her name. Yeah, I mean... Those... Carla's name is not the second name. <laughs> no, I mean, those two are probably two most influential women during the twenty, the 2000s, not yeah. the 2010s. Take that, Hil- take that. Speaking of Hillary Duff, well, take that, Hillary Clinton. Hillary <laughs> Duff is more influential in the 2000s than you. But yeah, no, I mean, they, they kind of were. Hannah Montana was more like 2010s. But oh, like, absolutely. Like... So then... Stone takes the blanket off of her bed, throws it on the ground, stomps it with her military boot, really grind it into the floor and says, now it's a rag. Oh, immediate conflict. Yes, she's hurt. And then Kelly, once Stone leaves, she's going off to her new friends, mostly Carla, being like, this is fucking bullshit. (laughs) And Carla says, well, you just got to go with it. It's you'll get used to it. It's a military school. And she's like, no. I'm going to change this school. Yeah. This school change. that's been like this for a hundred years? years. Yes, I will. <laughs> and she does it. So her Spoiler. new friends are obviously pretty dubious. And yeah, she really ultimately does not change. It. Nothing changes. So then it's the first real day, I think. Maybe that was just orientation day. And yeah. how do you wake up at a military school? <laughs> you get a, a bugle player who the first time they show him, just a normal bugle player. But then he's really like licking his lips. That's, he's really weird. Blows on the bugle. And then he shows his braces. Yeah, he gets done and he shows his braces and he smiles really it was, weird. It was weird. And I don't know whose idea that was. <laughs> it was weird. It was like some uh, Tarantino foot job uh, shot. Kelly responds quite violently to the bugle call. She fucking, she's tossing, she's turning, she's rolling out of her bed, she's wrapped up on her sheets, smashes begs her. the question, does she have an alarm clock? But maybe that old school she had, you just show up whenever you Whenever, want you know, you just whenever you feel like. Or maybe it's just quite specifically the sound of a trumpet. That's what really sets her off. She's triggered. But she, yeah, flies out of the bed, onto the floor, puts her head back down on her pillow. She doesn't want to get up. Meanwhile, all the other girls there, are yeah, in so like like we don't know how long she slept for because we then see her next. Everybody's already outside, like lined up, like in line, waiting to be looked over by um, Stone. Stone, but she's like coming out with all this shit on, like this scarf. Speaking of two thousand, she's all like, "I'm coming out." And it's better let's get better this get this party. roll call started. Oh, good one. So she's dressed. Got her uniform on. She seems to know how that all works. But she's got a little accessorizing Accessories. going on. She's got all these bangles and bracelets and, like I said, the scarf around her neck. And Carla is next to her in the roll call line. Yeah. And she's trying to silently pantomime. Yeah, being she, like, 
bitch, get that stuff shit off. Shit off. And, and, and then, and like, she takes it as like, oh, like, you really like this? You, yeah, you like this? That's kind of cute, right? <laughs> she's like showing it off. And then she's like, no, fucking get it away. And, she, and then she starts taking everything off and everything. And she starts shoving it in her hat. Yeah, and, and I, on I commented that I would have loved if she did the thing that Mouth does in the Goonies, where when in they're trying mouth, to hide the, the treasure from the Fratellis. Romano squeezes her face, and they yeah. come out like a pimple. <laughs> I was just th- I was thinking of the guy from Animal House when he. But I'd himself. say to Hillary Duff's credit, I do feel like she, as an actress, is kind of. A step above a lot of the main characters we had. Oh, yeah. She's a great actress in this movie. <laughs> this movie, actually, when you think about it, say this movie's a kind of a Cinderella story. I don't know. Why would you say that? <laughs> what? I did not really expect that reaction. She was in the movie called The Cinderella oh, Story. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Okay, I did, I moving on. But no, she that. does just kind of, maybe she was directed <laughs> to do this, but it seems like she adds little elements to her character that makes yeah. it seem more realistic. Like, there's one point later on in the movie where she's walking on the lawn of the school and she's mad. So she just, like, gets up and, like, hits a tree branch as yeah. she's walking by. And it's she's, like, that's something people do. That's something yeah. I do. Yeah. And when she's in the store earlier she with her just mom, did, she's It might have like, just been improv stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying surprised. is I think she adds some of that other characterization. Like she does like, yeah, like a lot of random twirls and stuff or like the, the noises. Maybe she just does it on her own. <laughs> yeah. Ah. You know what? I thought she was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely one of the better actors that we've seen so far in IndyCom. So the result of her failure to adhere to protocol of not having jewelry and stuff in roll call, Stone gets mad at her. But then Carla jumps in to volunteer that say, hey, I'm going to let me show her the ropes, well, sir. Well, so she has it all underneath her hat. And I don't know what Stone does to her, but it all pops out oh, and flies yeah, into her right. face. We didn't, we didn't mention that part, but yes, that it is. All, the... It hits her in her face and then she's pissed. And then and then like, and then yeah, yes, I honestly Carla's don't like... know what the, the catalyst is for the reveal. She's like, touch your toes, or I don't know. <laughs> it just exploded. But yeah, off. it hits her. And then Carla's like, oh, shit, you know, uh permission to speak i will help her figure this shit out ma'am yeah sergeant sir yeah so yeah carla shows her the ropes and some of the other stuff is where you get a little bit more narration from kelly being like i don't know what the fuck they're talking about (laughs) 600 hours my watch only has 12 exactly so yes as carla is walking around campus and telling her about oh you salute higher officers and then she's like how do i know and then she just starts saluting everybody everybody and then we see Brad for Brad. the first time. And he, I was Brad, expecting... Brad, more like Chad. <laughs> I was expecting a really attractive young man. But he's just kind of, he's just an average Joe. Yeah, he's no Greg. Greg. <laughs> from Zenon. I don't know, I feel like... Uh, or whoever the basketball kid was in Double Team. Oh. I feel like he was probably oh. a, a top tier smoke show in the decoms yeah yeah yes yes so brad again speaking of fairly well-named actors especially for the time uh is played by sean ashmore who personally i know him for i think most people know him for playing Iceman in the early x-men movies which the first one i think came out in maybe like 99 or around this time so so he would have been like 20 then 
Please talk about the ages of the characters. Uh, So Hilary Duff was 15 in this movie, but she's playing about like a 13-year-old. So that's not too crazy. No. Christina Romano or whatever her name is. She was 18 playing a 16-year-old. Brad, Sean Ashmore was 23 and probably at the youngest playing a 17-year-old, but also maybe playing a 16-year-old. Yeah. So. And some of the comments. There are some weird lines, but uh, he's not kissing anybody. No, it doesn't get get. that creepy john's always kissing people. no and maybe maybe that's why they didn't you know have the love triangle they're like well it's the only actor we can get for this role let's make sure they're not like kissing so that's kind of like battlefield well, they, they do have the love triangle so we see him and carla's like yeah he's a captain huh. major and it's like this is not xenon slang but he's, you could say he's a captain major he's giving me a ursa minor but they see stone yeah. She's oh hey, how's my hair look to her little crony her friend. friend? Perfect as always, sir. So she's <laughs> going and she's gonna go approach. She's like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go bump, bump into, into him. him. Really great strategy. Was it to bump into him to ask him about the dance? Yes, thank yes. you. But according to the girls in the barracks, they're already like an item. So <laughs> this is not yeah. accurate to their actual relationship. Who knows? So. Kelly sees that she's honing in, zooming towards and him. She doesn't make a comment. She just does it, doesn't she? Just go yes. at him too. And this is the first thing where Kelly just she's a busybody. She's nosy. She's getting into everybody's business. Yeah, and this is just maybe payback for the way that Stone treated her in the barracks. I would assume. Well, yes, and also she had made a comment to be like Brad. Oh, oh he is attractive. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was drooling. There was literally like a puddle collecting. It won't the be the last time we talk about spit. Oh. So, long story short, well, not really that long of a story, but Kelly beats her to Brad and yes. just salutes him, and then Brad's like. Uh. So now the 13-year-old is on the 23-year-old's radar. So he smiles and kind of laughs and then walks away. You see Romano. Does not acknowledge Captain Stone behind Kelly. No. And then Kelly turns. And then salutes. salutes her. I'm learning. Aren't you happy? I'm learning. And Stone has to begrudgingly. She makes a mean face, but she salute has to salute back. her back. Yes. Ooh. What's going to happen the tensions. Here? The tensions have really started to... Really get tight. Yeah. So then we get to see what the classes are like for Kelly. Yes. And really, it's just she again. I think it was not, like a mathematics class that she, well, she walked in. Well, the big part into. of that one is she walks in, everybody's standing up. She, so she's not able to recognize basic social She cues. sits down immediately. And then after she realizes it takes her about like 10 to 15 seconds, these people are standing. She's like, oh, I'll, I'll stand up now. And then as soon as she stands up, the teacher walks in and everybody's sits down after the teacher kind of acknowledges them but then she's still standing like 10 seconds oh, after like, everybody else is sitting and then she's like looking around all puzzled like what am i supposed to do now it's impossible to figure out it's, what could oh 600 hours mean it's, <laughs> and then she's in military goofy. tactics class she raises her hand to be like um i think you should know i'm a conscientious objector which, and then everybody, everybody turns their yeah. desk. I thought that was pretty good. People like everybody just like, oh, <laughs> that, that, that was kind of funny. Which it is interesting. Typically, the reputation of military schools, I don't think of as 
people who want to be in the military go to military school for mathematics for it's usually if you want to be in the military it's when you're like in college or something you might be in rotc yeah not when or you're you just join like or 15 the military or... uh like the brother and malcolm in the middle or like in the most recent example of military school i can think of child's play three. Oh god problem kids go to <clears throat> military yeah. school yeah. And I'll say this depiction is far, despite what Stone's like, far nicer than Child's Play 3. Yeah, no, like Stone like almost kind of seems like playful. I mean, calls her me. maggot maybe a handful of times. Yeah, the, the maggot part, and then like we'll get to it later with the blanket again. That that was maybe kind of maybe her meanest moment. Yeah. Well, let me just but. say Child's Play 3. Not actually that bad. Is that really, is that the newer one? Or the dog? No, this one came oh. out in like the 80s, I think. Oh, okay. So maybe Never early mind. 90s. Never mind. Interesting setting. Wow. To go to a military school and uh, they have a war games thing where they're supposed to be shooting like paint. At and Chucky's the, like killing Chucky them all? switches the paint bullets <laughs> with live ammo. <laughs> oh. Which is pretty fun. And at one point, Chucky has a hand grenade, (laughs) and he throws it, and there's the stereotypical nerdy character in the movie, and he dives on the grenade to save all of his friends, and the kids look sad for like five seconds, and and then they move on, and it's never acknowledged again for the rest of the movie. Jesus. So, that's pretty great. So then we see all of the girls back in the barracks, speaking of the dance that Stone was trying to ask Brad to. All the yes. girls were showing up and they're holding their dresses. Their dresses up. And Carla's, or um, Kelly. Kelly makes the remark to Carla. Well, at first Kelly's like, it? oh my God, I love that color. Oh, that looks so great. I love dresses. Yep. And Carla's in the background if walking back to her bunk forlornly. Yeah. And then if Kelly's you... like, hey, Carla, you poor? <laughs> like she does pick up on that she yeah. doesn't have it. And she's normally we think of Kelly's just like a duh. But she, <laughs> I, Jacob is speaking for himself. But she picks up on it. And she's like, "Hey, let's get out of here. Let's go for a walk." And they do. And I they, they go to her house. They don't go they, then? to her house. Yeah, and they pick out some dresses. We don't get to see them either of them wear them. Right. Like in the movie at all. Yeah. Even though Carla picks like a blue one, or the mom says that the mom comes in. And she's like, "Oh, I think Carla would look great in this one. It's so future or something." So. Fetch. Yes. Fuck you, mom. Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> but she gets the, gets the blue one. I don't know which one. What's her name? So Kelly then we get to but... the stereotypical, I think more for boot camp, but yes. probably happens in military schools too, maybe, of uh, obstacle course. Obstacle course. course. And there's a lot of gnarly kind of things they got to well, do. Well, the first thing we see is Kelly swinging on a rope, face planting into a mud pile. <sighs> which... The first time you see it, eventually you see other people on the ropes, but when she initially swings, there's nobody behind her. So it's not like this is a line of kids going. It just seems like Kelly is just apropos of nothing, (laughs) just hitting this mud pile. But then she's going through the rest of it, kind of climbing over things, going really slowly. And Stone is like hitting her with like her cap and stuff. Calling her maggot a bunch of times. At one point, she finds like some like barbed wire. She doesn't find it. Well, it's part she, of the course where you have to yes. crawl underneath it. But and it's actual re- barbed yes, wire. It's actually Which does not wire. seem necessary. No. And she's really struggling on this one. I don't even know how she gets through it. She takes off her cap, I know, at one point. I, I thought she was going to get her hair snagged in it. I thought that would have been kind of funny. But that doesn't it's happen. A little intense. <laughs> I mean, that's like literally like a scene from a horror movie. <laughs> but, but she eventually... 
She finds gets up her, to a raised yeah. platform. I don't know. How, how does she get up there? There's tires to climb up to get up okay. there. Okay. But, but she it, gets it's up there. High. But it's, again, it's another obstacle that nobody else is like. Nobody's up there through. waiting. So she's just hanging up there by herself. And then she's like, but I'm afraid of heights. And someone's like, get your ass down here, bitch. And she doesn't. She stays up there for who knows how long. And then the rest of the cadets get dismissed. So again, this is a very nonchalant military school. Where yeah. if this was the child's play three military school, and this is something that happens, everybody else would have to like run laps or do the well. obstacle course again until Kelly did it well. Yeah. But no, everybody else gets to go because the dance is going to happen later that day. Stone goes back. Kelly finally repels down. I, I don't know how she coaxes her down. Because she says like, I need, like, a Caesar salad up here. I need, like, all this other yeah, shit. very obnoxious from and, Kelly. And then, like, I don't even know if Stone says any words. She just kind of just, like, She's got a smirk. strong stare. Yeah. And, and when I said rappel down, that is very generous because... It's awful. Kelly... She, she gets a harness on out of nowhere... And then she's like almost upside down, James Bond style, a, like all it's tangled like if, up. I don't know, probably something like I could see Chris Farley doing if he <laughs> yes. was supposed to be a secret agent in quotes in a movie. I feel like he did that in a movie. Or this Melissa happens. McCarthy, or and then Stone says, "Hey, guess what? I'm going to leave you behind with my friend Sergeant Gloria, yeah. and she's going to make you run through this course until and you get it." Gloria, down. we were introduced to, not really introduced. We were kind of saw her earlier when. She's stomping on the the blanket like there were yeah, two pairs of feet. So, so we know her. She's like an upper. We don't know how the hell, how old she is. No. She looks older though. Yeah, and she's Stone's right hand. Might just be someone. Yeah, of. she might just be someone overlooking all the kids. Maybe too, kind of like a. No, she's she's on the the drill team. Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. They're both missing the dance, Kelly and Gloria, but Kelly tries to play off of this to Gloria being like, oh, doesn't this suck that you have to babysit me and miss the I dance? hate dances. I hate dresses. What about the music? I hate music. Well. Which I'm with Kelly to be like, nobody hates music. Mm. And Kelly says it's a, it's a primitive instinct in humans to yes. like that kind of stuff. That's right. But Kelly, eventually she's going through the course. Oh, making this more dramatic. It's raining the whole time. Yes. This is happening. And yes. she's going underneath the barbed wire. And at one point, Gloria says, you're bleeding. So the barbed wire has actually cut Yes. Kelly. We don't see it. But even for a decom to mention something like that causing an injury Pretty to the main gnarly. character. Yeah, that's a, that's a little intense. So eventually, Kelly kind of warms, or Gloria warms up to Kelly and says, hey, you know what? You gave it your all. You really tried. Go get him. Yeah, she, Go she, get him, kid. Go to the yeah. dance. Yeah, she conquers the course. And then she's like hopping off doing like heel kicks and stuff, like three or four of them. Who knows if that she's was off the script. to see the wizard. And you can see Gloria. She's happy, smiling. She's It's now stopped raining. Yes, it's it, isn't it really has. that relevant they, for what happens. No, they comment that. But yeah, she, Gloria's happy. And here she is. Is she still celebrating when she just starts to tumble? So or yes, what? she is approaching a hill and she can see... The gymnasium or wherever yeah. it is where it's welcome back dance is the yeah. banner and it's muddy because it was raining. She slips and rolls and rolls and rolls and rolls and then gets to her feet. Yeah, she's running. You know, Newton's law of inertia. She can't what stop. So she just keeps for running forward. It's through not like the doors. she's slipping on oil or no, anything. She's pushing through the doors. They just open up pretty nicely for her. And she just continues to run Yeah, the doors through. don't stop slow no. her enough. She keeps running. 
Uh, everybody at the dance nicely parts ways, except yes. she runs into Stone, who is dancing with Brad. Yep. So at least and he a, likes her a enough to do that. white dress, of course, of nice all white dresses. Dress. Alyssa, uh, Christina Romano. Romano, Romano. Alyssa Milano. <laughs> <laughs> Looking nice, but then Kelly... She, like, hugs her, like, bear her, hugs her. Yep. And she, she just likes won't to let go. No, she doesn't let go. It's weird. And She's they, like, like, spin around a bit. Yeah. And guess what? <gasps> it's hilarious everybody loves it they're fucking they're on the ground slapping their knees it might as well be the end of double team where now they're just yelling like kelly because <laughs> <laughs> well i mean they've obviously kind of talked it up like nobody likes stone but really. even, it's still like but she's Brad not like, danced with her and she, he was even kind of he was Brad laughing fucking at loved it too he, he, he knew it and then once they separate and stone is all like ugh, and her dress is muddy yeah. he says oh I see who can get down and dirty now. Yeah, 23 to that 13-year-old lady. I think he's maybe saying it to Stone, but he could also be saying it to Kelly. Which would be even worse. It's weird. It's bad. That's not the only comment. There are more. No, this this one I actually missed the first time (laughs) watching it through. But then I think uh, IMDb quotes. Somebody picked this one up. They also picked out the other gross quote, too. Yeah, everybody claps and loves it, and that's the end of the night. Again, we we never see her clean up to see her in her dress. We never see Carla in her yep. in her dress. At least as far as we could tell. Yeah, they, they didn't. At least We're not watching this. Well, I did watch this movie twice, <laughs> uh, but I did not pay attention no. if she was there or not. So the next day, Kelly gets called into the commandant's her stepdad's office because she was like written up. Or- Oh, I'm sorry. Are we interrupting your nap time? <laughs> no, she, 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 she was written up. Was it by Stone? Or it so was that, multiple. It's not quite there. Multiple. Yet. Oh, sorry, sorry. So this is kind of just a, a normal reprimand of like you're undisciplined. Your teachers are saying you're a That's fucking. That's what it was. You're a boob. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know when to sit and stand. You would never make it in a Catholic mass. Oh my. And that he says that she is too much of an individual. And that he, she needs to work to be in service of the group because that's why it's called the service. And I said, I don't think that's right. I think it's that you're in service of other people. But hey, I've never been in the service. Yeah, who are you to talk? Thank you for your service, Cadet Kelly. Aye, aye, Captain. So then uh, Kelly is very sad. And this is, the, I think, the part where she walks out onto the she's, lawn and yeah, hits the tree branch. Hits the tree. Well, yeah, she's kind of tearing up and stuff as she walks out because he's kind of telling her, hey, you better get your fucking shit together, girl. So she first gets on her cell phone and calls her dad. And he she, doesn't answer. No. She just leaves the message saying, hey, I'm fine, even though I sound really sad. Yeah, she's But I'm totally up. cool. <laughs> I'm not trying to get you to call me. I'm absolutely fine. And then she goes home and she... I think the narration maybe is saying like, hey, I'm going to tell my mom. Because we mentioned earlier, she is pretty, she kind of rolls over about this whole moving thing. Yeah. And this seems to be almost the point where she is finally going to address this with her mom. It's still not, though, because her mom reveals that she's pregnant. And the narration part says, I can't tell my mom I'm sad when she's pregnant. We can't have this baby come into this world where people are sad. We'll come and have her come into a world full of lies where everybody lies about being (laughs) happy. Because that's the real world. And then the narration, once she hears about this baby, she's like, I'm worried that Sir, Sir, he he doesn't show me any kind of affection. I don't think he's ready to be a daddy. I'm going to make him a daddy. He's going to be my stepdaddy. More so than a lot of Disney... Well, maybe not more so, but like a lot of Disney Channel movies, the narration really spells out, 
the goals and messages of this movie. Yes. And previously it was, I want to change this school so that there can be more individuality in this military school. Now it is, I want him to become a, like a good dad, which then, you know, ties some family. Because babies smell good sometimes. So Captain Stone catches Kelly with her blanket on her bed again, except Kelly tried to hide it, but not that well because it's a fucking like five colored bright blanket. Yes, it's just peeking out underneath her pillow. And this is when, and this is like probably Stone's climax mean, like her, she's the meanest. (laughs) This is the blanket party of Full Metal Jacket. Dude, she's like a bitch. She like really rips this thing to shreds. And I I mean, I don't know if I could do that. It's not the thickest no. fleece blanket but you know she's she's ripping showing, that shit apart might as well just tear a phone book in <laughs> but no and like kelly's this is she where goes, ah! Ah! yeah like well yeah when she's doing but but then like afterwards she's like really tearing up and like this is where i thought you know did i miss this blanket maybe having some significance but like you said i don't think it did yeah all it had to be was one line saying it was her baby blanket yeah. or something and then then you would have you would have yes felt all it is is it's a representation of her expression of creativity her individuality that yeah she maybe this maybe blanket. maybe she made this at her like little art school and like maybe that's like why like you know she so to get back at stone at night kelly collects some paint from her personal items yeah carla says what are you gonna do and she's like fuck off carla i got this i'm the good influence yeah and she it's... sneaks into stone's quarters yeah and we see her walking up and then cut to the next morning and i don't know why christina romaldo romano was running out into their barracks to so she wasn't check. running out she was just like walking out so the next morning, and we wh- see her Why again. is she coming out? Because she doesn't know what's well, there yet. I'm coming out. <laughs> better get this party started. But she doesn't know what's happened to her yet. So Why is she coming out to begin with? We don't... I, I never... I mean, it's just... She's got to get out of her room but, at some point. But you'd think that she would be, like, in her uniform, you know, like, ready well, to she's go. She's just missing, like, her jacket. Maybe she's going to, like, the bathroom to brush her teeth or something. Anyways. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Anyways. The shot is, like, when we saw her introduction where it's just her feet. Yes. So I think it's kind of framed in that way to play off of our expectations. Yeah. Because we see her feet walking out into the barracks, and we start to hear all of this laughter. And then I think she initially was just walking out, not noticing anything. But then as there's the laughter, she starts more quickly walking. Yeah. And then we see her Realizes. in front of the mirror, and yes. we're expecting... Like, why would we only see her feet? Oh, it's because something's on her face. But then we get up to her face. There's nothing nothing there. And then we see the back of her head. It's like a fucking rainbow. Thick acrylic paint. It's like thick. So I believe it's supposed to be a representation of her blanket. Oh. On the back of her hair. Yeah. I didn't think about. Yeah. So then she sees it. and That's good. She makes a very contorted, angry face. And then eventually we get a scream that echoes across the whole campus. I think they like cut to people outside hearing it. And, yeah, yes, I think there's it like a, a gopher away. So, <laughs> so Stone immediately suspects Kelly. And yes. I guess that's all she needs for proof to court martial Kelly. Yes, court martial. And Which Kelly I, didn't know. I didn't know that was a thing that would happen at a military I school. didn't know either. But her lieutenant Dan um, kind of runs her up on 
what it means to be court-martialed. Okay, uh, you mean Her sir? stepfather, yes. Sir. I, I wasn't quite sure who you were referring to. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we hear or see her overhearing a conversation between sir and her mom. Yeah. Where she's like, don't go too hard on her. But go hard, you're not, you know. Easy. Really gotta, yeah. And he was like, this girl. Oh, my God. And the mom's like, what? She's not going to bring the whole thing down. He's like, I didn't think that was possible. But this one. Until I met the girl who could. Yeah. Cadet Kelly, you're a loose cannon. You're out of line. So, of course, because there's only really four characters in this movie, the court-martial panel is headed up by Brad. Brad, of course. And Christina Romano, Romano, Romano. She's the representing the prosecution, also herself. Yes, and Hillary, which doesn't sorry, seem very fair. Kelly is represented by Carla because yeah. again, she's a character only friend. in this movie. Only, only one that we have been. We're supposed to. to believe they're the best of friends. Yes, uh, but Crucial. then Brad is acting like kind of like a jerk to Stone, and he says, "Hey." Let me see the evidence, bro. Yes. Hey, you got a hat on. Let me see, let me see the yeah, goods. He, he, he's talking about protocol or what, whatever. Hey, we need the evidence. And, and, and then he asks her not once to take off her hat because she doesn't. She like it just blows him off the first time. He's like, hey, hat off. Then she takes off her hat, and then you see it's kind of it's like it's she's washed it out some. Yeah, it's it's a little different. Everybody laughs again, including Brad. Yeah, uh, and then Kelly thinks she's. Oh, I'm golden, but nope, she's found like yeah, like like at the very beginning of the movie where they're talking up those two to be like an item. There's ne- there's never I don't think there's any I don't think there's any scene there's like no ever. chemistry. There's I don't they think they dance any. at the dance and that's basically it. And maybe probably because they're like the two in charge of the They're cadets. the two oldest characters. Yeah. And maybe you know, but that's like it, I guess. So, uh, she's found guilty, but the sentence is uh meted out by the commandant who yes. sentences her to death to join the drill team, which yeah. we forgot to mention when Carl is walking with her around campus, they run into sir and they see the drill team and Hillary, Hillary Kelly says, Oh, they're like robots. And then now he's like, Hey, you fucking called them robots. And she's like, okay, well I'll be on the team. And he says, you don't even deserve to be on the team. I was on the team back in the day. 1973. We place. got third place. At regionals, we haven't done that good since. You don't deserve to be on that fucking team, even though it's terrible. But you're going to be the equipment manager. That's right. What does the equipment manager mean? Well, Uh, like a lot, actually, kind of. We'll find out in a little bit. Oh, yes, we will. But first, she gets a call from her dad. And she's kind of saying like, oh, I'm on this team. But the dad doesn't really seem to be... Paying that close of attention yeah. to her words, kind of just, oh, yeah, that's great, honey. Yeah, I'm watching. Dad, you're not even watching. And this was another thing where I think it's more just I'm so trained by decoms that one of the parental figures has to be bad. Yeah. So the start of the movie, oh, it seems like the mom because she's kind of a, a professional person, very career minded. Yeah, but she's not. And she's getting remarried, like, which is a bad thing you can do sometimes in movies is get remarried. But then she's like really she's loving fine. and like caring. Oh, is it going to be the like, stepdad because he's, he's all he's, strict and yes. militaristic? Nope, nope, he's pretty cool too. Nope, he's fine. And then here I'm like, oh, is it her dad that's bad because he's all always traveling around taking all these pictures and nope. stuff? Not really. Brings her gifts all the time. Yeah. So. From all over the place. Then we see Kelly. She checks in with the drill team's coach who gets gives her the lowdown of, hey, you got to like shine these shoes. 
that mostly seems to be the important thing about her job is and shining shoes. This this was maybe the second adult at this place, right? That we've seen. <laughs> Besides the other two teachers. The only two teachers oh, we saw. Two the teachers. commandant yeah. and this guy. Yeah. That's that is a funny thing. So she's shining shoes while singing a song like, I don't know what I've been told, but stone is Mighty cold. cold, mighty cold, and then and then Iceman comes. Exactly. Up. How cold is she? And I was like, Ice is this cold. purposeful? How cold is she? Ice cold, and then like she's like not even aware that like he's the one saying it. I don't think. No, and, and then she, she just turns like, around and goes, "Oh, oh my god!" So then, uh, and, and then he's like, "What do you call that a? You call that a shine? Yeah, he next- you call that a shine." And then she's like, you know, I did the best I can. And he's like, Yep, he negs her about the shoe shine ability, and then he takes after Taz the Tasmanian Devil and Space Jam. He got spit shine it. So yeah, he hocks a big big load. Probably not a loogie, but yeah, he hocks it out on the boot. And then she's all like, ah. Oh my god. And she starts rubbing it. She sees how well it it shined, and then he kind of walks away, and then she... Isn't there a comment made here? Not quite yet. Okay. Got a little ahead of myself. I definitely noted oh. it. Let me just check my notes to make sure. You know what? We're just going to make sure we get to it. So later on, at some point in the movie, she's shining shoes, and Brad comes in, and she says, Sir, can I borrow some sit- spit, sir? Promise to pay you back. Uh. What the fuck, Disney Channel? What does that mean? Even if he's like a junior or senior, she's basically saying like, we're going to swap spit. Uh, yeah. She's an eighth grader, at least according to Wikipedia, I believe. So it's just gross. <laughs> it's a little. It's ooh, gross. But we liked it. <laughs> Moving on. So Kelly quickly turns around that she starts to have an appreciation. Oh, for and, the I, 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 and I, I, I kind of want to go. <laughs> I, I, I want to go back and say after um, Brad shows her how to spit on the shoe, she spits on the shoe. She like hawks a really big one, and Chris Romano is walking behind her, and like she's hawking it on the shoe, and she stops and kind of like looks at her like, "What the fuck." And she kind of just yep. carries on. There's, I, a, there's a lot for everybody. There's uh, there's, there's there's funny moments. It's, it's there's like Christy a, Romano grinding, <laughs> stepping on a, a blanket. You know, yes. some people could be into that. Yeah. Uh, Hillary Duff spitting out stuff, spitting and shining and hawking, and she's calling people dad. Yes, <laughs> so that probably wouldn't fit with the spitting and stepping kind of. <laughs> Anyways, Kelly quickly grows an appreciation for the drill team because she. Says it's, oh, it's like Swan Lake because she sees them all doing their spinning roomies. Yes. And here I can bring up that one of the IMDb trivia things is they said that the guns in this movie were made out of plastic instead of being real guns because then they were lighter for the actors to use. Which I don't think they ever use real guns. <laughs> there's not competition. Like there's clear scenes where they show like the tip of the guns and they're like plastic. Well, the guns are white to begin yeah. with. There's no military issue guns out there that are just white that you know of. But Maybe Arctic guns issued in the with Arctic. the exception of Hillary Duff, the other main actors and actresses yeah. in this movie did seem to have practice in. They were good. They, yeah, the, like there was. The twirling a, a and dozen of them out the there doing and everything. it. Yeah, and Romano is. Hillary Duff them. does do some stuff, but it's more about like the positioning and like yeah. very like straight armed kind of swapping yeah. the gun stuff around. Yeah. But if that makes any sense. There's definitely training that went into that. Kelly asks Carla if she'll be the manager with her on the team too, and Carla's like, okay. 
And then we get a little background about Carla, where essentially, in, I don't know, kind of a weird thing, I mean, realistic, I guess, Carla is black, and she just basically says, like, hey, my home life wasn't that great, and the school is really good for me, and it's, like, a better education than I could have hoped for. So, like, she's down with it. So we get to feel like, oh, that's too bad, Carla. And then so Kelly, wouldn't this school cost money? Yeah, it definitely would cost money, but, well, there might be a scholarship kind yeah. of program. But then Kelly, feeling bad, says, hey, you know what? Would you like to come over to my family's house for dinner? And she's like, yeah, that'd be great. And so we're really looking forward to a nice dinner between Carla, be, the commandant, and mother. It could be a fun, you know, friendship-building scene. <laughs> Never happens. Never happens. And we only mention that because of events later on in this movie where they are supposed to imply that, that Kelly really good and friends. Carla are really good friends. Best friends. The interactions we've seen with them is mainly... Carla showing Kelly the ropes, yeah. which is something that could lead to friendship, but we never really see the friendship part besides picking out the dress. Yeah, like it's really weird. And like it's really they... one of those things where, again, this movie's been 100 minutes long. There was plenty of time to really cover some Act, of this. Yeah, I mean, like they definitely kind of threw in like there might be like that more more of a love triangle than there was or more of a friendship than there was. Like they kind of hinted at that they... I feel like they wanted that to be the case, but it just never developed. With Carla's character, she fills a role that happens in a lot of these kind of fish out of water or even strictly military type movies where she's the, yeah, she shows the ropes and that becomes a friendship. And then sometimes, you know, that character dies or something. But in this case, they don't really fill in that rest. And it just is left to you being like, you know what this character is supposed to be like, and you fill in the blanks yourself. Exactly. And that just leaves some of the more forced drama later on feeling particularly hollow. Yeah. So then the drill team has their first competition. And it's just really weird and long. Because it's like, I don't even, it's kind of just one of those weird disconnects of like, why do they even do this? All of this flippy gun stuff around. Like, it's impressive, but... Are, are you going to take down your enemy with your flippy gun skills? Yeah, it seems something really... A remnant of and, and, like the British Empire era of military, where and maybe it's just to show discipline. That's that, probably what it yeah. is. Then why is there a competition? Like, what are you graded on? And then we kind of see what they're graded on. Gun but then drops. there's parts of this competition where the teams are just walking towards the other team, yeah, and like turning around, it's, and shouting commands. Yeah, they do their own individual group sets of the gun twirly stuff. Yeah. And then there's an exhibition where the rival team, there's two girls in uniform that come out and they do this kind of like With patty cake and yeah. clap walk yeah. around thing. That's not quite a dance, but far more dance like than the gun stuff. And it's yeah. just like them walking in place hitting themselves a lot and i I don't really get the connection to military i don't get it either but apparently they get absolutely destroyed yes and this is one of those things where big wake-up call for them we've talked about how some sports movies need a little more filling in yeah basketball we were like you can kind of figure that out and we were timing this because like there's it's a lot like there's it's at least five minutes. Multiple scenes throughout the movie where it's just like this dancing stuff and no and really, no dialogue. It's silence. Just, yeah, it's just dancing. Like, this is three, four, five scenes in the movie. But it reminds me stuff. of sports anime, which is a, a whole genre of anime and one that I actually enjoy a fair bit, even though I don't actually like actual sports. Yeah. There's kind of 
a couple different versions of sports anime I've seen where some are actually more focused on the characters and the sport kind of takes a sideline. For instance, Ping Pong, the animation, yes. a fantastic series. Or there's other ones that are more prevalent where it's usually somebody joins the team and they're completely new to the sport. So then you learn the sport through them. There'll be people, the coaches on the sideline during games or people in the audience that are kind of giving commentary for what's happening. that's kind of what we got, in a sense. Well, no, we don't because well, it's like, they lost. How? We don't know the scoring. We don't know what they're oh, judged no. on. Well, not, not yet. We, we don't really know, don't, we, we don't ever find it out. But, but we kind of see like the ropes and the training of it. It reminds me say. of Yuri on Ice, which for. is a sports show that people really like. That is, I would argue, more character focused. There is... It's an ice skating show, and they feature routines, and then people get scored on them. And apparently, it's very popular with actual professional figure skaters. Really? And I can probably understand that, because they know what's happening. But in the show, they give you really no understanding of what they're being graded on, and it's like, oh, they fell. I can tell that's bad, but otherwise, it's like, I don't really know how these competitions work. But that one is more about, like, the relationship between the main characters. So I would say Cadet Kelly is essentially Disney Channel's uh, Yuri on Ice. Wow. I think that was a, a long mean, enough tangent, but still related I mean, if, enough if to what we're If only the girls, you know, would have became a little bit more than friends. Well, Yuri on Ice is about uh, a guy-guy relationship. That's what I'm getting at. I know. I mean, this could be, we saw that one list where they were trying to make uh, Rip Girls. Oh. And Alley, was it Alley Cat Strike? No, 13th Year to be like, gay movies uh-huh. i could see pushing uh cadet kelly with yeah. stone and kelly yeah them. definitely so they get absolutely destroyed and brad says it's because they're not original and creative enough because those two girls patty caking out there that was pure creativity yeah and then it's like well what did they did their team have their own kind of exhibition thing we didn't see it but apparently if they did it sucked yeah so then kelly tries to impress him with her rifle twirling skills which she had practiced a little bit with Carla. Yeah. And Brad's like, hmm, do it again. And she's like, I don't remember what I did. And she's just like doing kind of almost like tap dancing stuff where she's using the rifle as like a cane and going like, hello, my darling. Yeah, da, 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 it, was, da. it was really goofy stuff. But there were, but Brad it, was a, it was a fun scene. Yeah. And then the narration pipes up to say, oh, we've got another main quest line. Yes. It's win a competition for Brad. Yes. So then Kelly is really motivated to full-on join the drill team, not to just be a manager for it. So she, she enlists the sergeant, I say sergeant, whatever, but I believe her name was Gloria. This, yeah. Watching it again. So Sergeant Gloria, who I guess is also on the drill team, or at least knows some kind of gun spinning bullshit. Yeah. So then we get a classic montage of Kelly slowly getting better at the spinning then kelly tries out and she is successful she makes the team sir is very proud sir is very pro and then probably the greatest scene in cinematic history happens where so they had already set up actually i don't even know if they had set up that stone has like her solo patty cake hand clapping (laughs) thing for their team and kelly just sees her out on the the main drag, the main lawn, like the school, practicing, fucking like slapping pop, herself, and locking, <laughs> robotting out it's, there. It's fun. It's I don't know. It's, and it's then Kelly is going up behind her and kind of mimicking, mimicking her. Yeah. And eventually Stone turns around and sees her 
And they don't say times, anything. There's no. There's no. They don't. They don't it's communicate. Pure it's, visual storytelling. Yes. And then we get the equivalent of a military dance off between yeah. them. Some it just off. evolves into an actual dance off, where I think Kelly gets down on the ground, does some very basic break dance, kind of just like putting her legs out in front of her. I don't know what the move is called, but Stone at one point grabs her leg and puts oh, her yeah, arm, I, her hand behind her head and kind of does. A, a 360 like cabbage patch or i don't know if that's I, what I, was I, called. I but it, this is another scene that goes on for quite some time yeah it's like and a couple of minutes like jazz music it, it was a weird some of the musical choices in this movie besides the pop punk that it played during the dance and not the most fitting no uh but this scene i clocked it and it was at least 90 seconds to two so minutes this is long. add another you know sequence fun sequence dance sequence. but they're just they're escalating higher and higher and then brad walks by and brad. he's like i need to put my gun down because yes i want people to focus on the other gun in my pants because it is hard right now and they kind of, I don't know if they quite finish, but Brad just kind of claps and walks up to them and says. Yeah, I don't know if they quite finish. He's like, you know, do it again. And they're like, Brad, do you understand improv? <laughs> None of this is planned. Brad is a dog. But says, hey, you know what? This is how we're going to win. You guys are going to do some kind of paired dance. And this is where Stone's like, but my solo. No, you guys together. You'll come up with something and we'll win. Ha ha. Okay. Back in military tactics class, we get uh, the thematic lesson where the teacher says, blah, blah, blah. In this uh, military event, they uh, advanced to the rear and it was actually a very strategic move. And then Kelly raises her hand and says, so advancing to the rear is a good thing? Yes. It's like, okay, uh, don't tell Brad that because that dog will take it the wrong way. But actually, this advancing to the rear is talking about her relationship with Stone, where yes. it's okay for them to pair up because, I don't know, it's not quite a retreat. Eh, whatever. It's something like that. So then Kelly's dad comes to visit the family, gives her some gift from his travels. Some shawl. Which, I don't know, maybe makes Sir a little jealous. Yeah, he does kind of seem a little, little side salty. side-eyes him a little bit. Yeah, he's a little salty in the background there. And then he says, oh, I'm shooting for this rock climbing magazine and there's some bluff for cliff around here i'm going to be shooting there tomorrow but then i'll be back in time to go to the regional competition so set up you know we've got the the clumsiness of them earlier in the movie now we got and them going you know what as these go climbing. i wrote in my notes this is a promise that definitely won't be broken yeah. it's definitely something that's going to pan out fine it's the big game that's right it's the big regionals and that means something because they just get to go. They like sports anime They're because in there. Japan and high school sports, they don't really have seasons. They yeah, just have they, tournaments. They do arrive on a bus because we see. So it must friend. be. It's not their school, but it's still yeah. their dad is going somewhere that can still get there. Yeah. But we see old friend Amanda, the ribbon dancing the, the girl. The best friend. My oldest, bestest friend. They greet each other by going, ah! You're, you're supposed to. Ah! Ah! And they're like, oh my god, girl. My, my oldest, bestest friend. Everybody, hey, look, this is my oldest, bestest this friend, Amanda. My, this is my best slut. Oh, stop it, you whores. Whoa. Brad's like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Continue. So, yes, ladies. it's such a stupid scene where Kelly introduces. Well, yeah. So she introduces to all True. of her military school friends, Amanda, and she says, she's my 
oldest and longest friend of all time. Immediate cut to Carla just looking <laughs> so bride. sad and walking away. And we see Sir notice this. Yes. Because he later comments on this. But as we talked about with the dinner scene, this feels so forced because there's not enough in the movie not to show that they the rela- are super best by friends. all-time goats <laughs> of friends. No, there's, there's no emotional connection between these two that we should feel... So it makes like, me end up liking Carla less. Less, because she's really like, butthurt. You fucking drama bitch. Just get over it. <laughs> she just acts kind of like snooty like towards her. Cause I think She basically to- just later on is like, I thought I was your best friend. And then Kelly's like, oh my god, bitch. Get over <laughs> it. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Oh, I must have been in the bathroom during this point because I was reading my notes. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so Kelly, I says, says does well because there's apparently a portion of the competition where... Uh, officers just come up to you and yell at you trivia questions, yes, yes, and you have to yes, answer back. Of yes. what do the thirteen stripes on the flag represent? It's like, oh come on, you don't need to be in yeah. fucking military school to know that. Yeah. It's the fifty states. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so she does well there, and then something about the president being the commander in chief, I think, was her question. Yeah. So she does really good, but then she looks to the audience, like rich girl and double team, to be like, oh. Is my dad there to look at me being proud of yelling trivia questions? (laughs) But he's not there. No, and this is when she starts to worry. And then during the break, she gets a call from her dad. But we don't hear him. Yes, he immediately cuts out. And she later tells Sir that he only calls my cell phone. And it's like, well, I thought you were popular, Kelly, but apparently you're not. The only one that calls and would only ever call in an emergency and he's supposed to be here. He said he would be here. He promised. And now she's crying. She's tearing up. There's a kind of a pep talk with the team. Yeah, all right, rah, rah, let's do the gun shit. Yes. And then Sir sees that she's looking sad and he's like, hey, what's going on? Nothing's wrong. He's like, I know you, Kelly Cadet. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Something is definitely wrong here. So with some coaxing from stepdad, Eventually, she's like, hey, yeah, my dad dropped out. He always calls me. It had to have been him. I think something's bad. Well, bad has happened to him. Which, again, earlier, I was like, oh, he's definitely not going to make it to the game. I thought it was going to be because, oh, he was... Out busy. Yeah, he was dealing not with that his Not that he's business. fucking dead. But, no, this turns immediately <laughs> dire because they go to where he was taking pictures for and, the rock climbing and, and sh- But she, for like a minute, like... No, sir, I know this is very important to you, sir. I cannot let my team down, sir. I will never do this for you, sir. I need to get that trophy for you, sir. Convinced herself that she's not going to go looking for her father. I don't remember what the turning point is. I think the dad, the stepdad says, you have a duty to your family, to your father. Think, And then that's when she's like, sir, thank you, sir. Thank you. Let's go do this shit, sir. And then, yes. Pure poetry. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> So they go, and he's like, I know where that cliff is. So stepdad takes her there. Oh, look it. It's his camera bag. That was easy enough. So then they get to the cliff, and it's a pretty far drop. It's like, tw- it's like 20, 30 feet. Look, at it's, least. It's far. And he's down at the bottom, face down. And it, at first, it looks like there's blood like underneath his chin or neck because his camera strap, but it's like red. It like just looks like there's like a pool of blood. And it's them. not clear how he would have even got down there. No, and why didn't his camera break? This is a rock climbing magazine. Yes. I guess there is maybe an audience for 
rock climbers maybe just wanting to see pictures of cliffs maybe but probably more exciting would be like oh it's a it's a cover story about this climber yeah. here's some interview questions about him and now here's some action shots and of maybe he was doing that and the climber just left him there didn't even care no, all we know is he's down at the bottom of this cliff and probably he, fell yeah probably should be dead probably dead but he's like moving and kind of like kind of looks up at her at one point i think to see them because he hears him talking maybe he does move though i know when she's like coming down so while all this is happening we're cutting back to the team they're discovering that we need to count we need to count who's gone fucking maggot apparently for the team portion it's fine that they can just like oh without kelly we're just cutting out three other people from the team and then it's okay i don't lose points or anything they're probably just cutting out like a row so then it's more symmetrical or whatever yeah then kelly maybe her dad had this in a bag she just comes out with all this climbing gear I don't know where that came from either, and I probably the father. We should mention at one point earlier in the movie, she successfully repels down that wall yes, on the opposite. She does conquer cars. the wall, so now she's a repelling expert. Yes. Uh, luckily, Sir seems to know the correct knots to tie to a tree, so that she is correctly anchored away. She tells him that he's too fat to go get oh, yes. the dad. I have to go down, Sir, because you're too heavy, Sir. Uh, I wouldn't be able to pull you up. That's why. Yeah. No, these these ropes are not fucking fat-ass strength. Jesus. <laughs> but me and Jacob, Jacob far more than me has more rock climbing experience. But no. It's some serious stuff as far as getting the knots right, the carabiners, yeah. tying it all Absolutely. the way. Yeah. Weight distribution and everything. Definitely. And that's why I was saying when we were watching the movie that when she was going down the, the obstacle course wall, it's like it's not even that lo- high of a wall. And doing it on an actual cliff, rappelling down, is a lot different than doing a wall like that. Yeah. I've rappelled. I think I've only rappelled like once or twice on an actual cliff. And it's like, that was fun, but I'm I'm scared of heights. So it's like, I don't really want to do that. No. She gets a little bit further down and we're seeing some cuts of her rope that clearly pretty much show that the rope reaches to her dad. Yes. But she gets to the end of the rope. But then, yes, when she's working her way down... We see it again. It's long enough. It's clearly like there's slack. It's resting on his body. Then all of a sudden, oh shit, I'm out of rope. I've got to drop. Oh, oh, uh, I got to do it. And then she She just cuts the rope. She doesn't cut it, but she cuts the rope and just drops really dramatically. But she's fine. Nothing happens. Yeah, it's like probably as far of a drop as the obstacle course wall or something. Yeah. And it's just like she's there. And now what? Nothing spectacular. And she's there. And her dad is like squirming about it. He turns like, oh, that last step was a doozy. Which implies then that he fell some amount of distance. I'm trying to think at one point he radios in. Is that now when he radios in where they are to get like this people out there to save them? Or did he radio in before they left? You're talking about the stepdad. The stepdad radios in, I know. That's why it is uh, an extremely unimportant detail. <laughs> but, but he radios in, and that's why all these, the, I don't know, rescue team shows up. Yes, by the way, the whole thing of Kelly going down to her dad is pointless. She can't she get says him up. She's too, Sir was too heavy for her to pull up. What the fuck was she going to do with her dad? Especially when she jumped away from the rope, so she can't even reach the rope no, anymore. It was just to comfort him. The dad is apparently fine, and he's even joking. When literally yeah. he should be like boneless chicken and cow and chicken because and he's, just have Because nothing. he's been laying here for hours. Because she said that he called him hours ago. He had called her hours ago. She, he's been laying here for three, four hours. 
but he's fine, and uh, he gets airlifted out. We know that because we hear a helicopter sound effect flying away. But before he leaves, there is like a moment between... Yeah, before he gets loaded into the ambulance, Kelly's all like, oh, this is so nice. She's holding his hand, and then Sir steps up, and she goes to shake his hand because she's only ever shook her hand. Yeah. Because he's very professional, like, but hey, he goes in for a hug. Fucking come in here. Real dad is all, he's smiling. I've never seen a bigger smile in my life. This is a very uh, functional, positive family where there's not yeah. jealousy between the dad and the stepdad. Yeah, very sure. uh, unusual. Fucking Mrs. Doubtfire. Robin Williams dressed Robin. up as a lady because <laughs> he was so jealous. Yikes. Oh, my. Great impression. Hello. <laughs> Hello, children. So then, narration we hear, oh, stepdad hugged her, so now he's officially a daddy, and the baby will be fine. Papa. Don't worry, we don't need to see the baby at any point in the rest of the movie, we just know that the baby's gonna be fine. Yeah, I wish I would've seen the birth of the baby, but... And then we get a really awkward line delivery from Kelly, where she's like, my dad here, I wish I had a camera for my dad (laughs) and my dad, I got two dads. But they literally... Let's take a picture. You can kiss now. <laughs> but they did have a camera there, and they didn't take the photo, even though they, yes, they did have the camera there, the papa's And camera. then Sir says, hey, Kelly, you can have two dads, but you can also have two best friends. Yes. Yeah, because Carla, because... And that really shows probably more, like, why he could be a good dad. Because he, he was picking up that. on some of that stuff. Yes, Not he... because he hugged Kelly one time. And, like, we assume that he was introduced to Carla and knows that they're friends because of this fake... A dinner that they had together. It was a great dinner. (laughs) They had dessert, too. It was spectacular. The mom finally learned how to cook. Learned how to cook as she struggled to put on her apron for, like, five minutes. So then the drill team has completed the group sequence, and they're like, where the fuck is Kelly? We're down five points. We need Kelly. That fucking maggot. And she says, (laughs) "Eh, did somebody say maggot? Maggot? Hello. (laughs) So she's rolling up, and she's adjusting her uniform, and she's all ready to go. Stepdad comments like, I have relieved Kelly of all of her duties. And then Brad smiles. Advance to the rear, Brad. Yeah, Brad smiles. They cut to Brad and he's like all smiley. I don't know why. What I don't know what that he was just, about. He's like, I'm going to win. And then so before it's time for their duo performance, uh, her and Stone, that is, she makes up with Carla. With Carla makes out with says, Carla. Yep. I don't like Amanda better. I've just liked her longer. Yes. Which is a, it's a good I way like to that. put it. Uh, yes. Which calls back to uh, when the mom announced that she was pregnant to Kelly. She said, this was weirder, where she immediately says, hey, Kelly, I'm still going to love I'll you. I'll still love you, yeah. and I'll love the baby too, but I'll have loved you longer. Maybe they feel bad for Quince and how she was treated. Jamie yeah. was treated with the Quince. It's a kind of you protest too much situation where the mom's already like, I'll still love you, Kelly. She's already planning on not loving not Kelly loving. at all. So then it's the big moment where uh, Stone and Kelly do, I just say, their thing in quotation yeah, marks what, whatever it was because ah, this is one of those weird things where it's not actually clear there's music playing yes but it's not clear if it's diegetic where it's in the scene because that would seem very unmilitary like that they would have a pop punk song playing especially one called one girl revolution one which girl is not revolution. fitting because there's two girls girl in this revolution. performance because the, the exhibition they had before against the rival team, 
those girls were in complete silence doing their thing. Yes. So, I don't know. Somebody uh, write in to tell me the answer to that. Answers. But they uh, incorporate ribbon dances at one point during their thing. So yes. Amanda is marking out in the crowd. She She's is like, that's free. my hoe yes. right there. Get it. Get it. And I wasn't really happy because they were green and yellow Packers colors. It was kind of triggering. Don't worry. Football's over. <laughs> All sports are canceled. Probably. And again, I don't know if that's military issue to use ribbons like that. Yeah, I don't know. Did we? I think they had. I don't know if they had guns or not. Or they maybe like threw the guns away, which your gun would have discharged lover yes whatever but they finish they throw the ribbons up in the air and everybody fucking loses their shit yes which again i don't know if this is really the situation where like the audience is supposed to clap a lot but they do they do they hoop and holler everybody loves it so you would think naturally they would win no this is not your daddy's decal. No, not your daddy's decal. This is decal. your stepdaddy's decal. This is not your daddy's decal. This takes pocket. after sports movies like Hoosiers, where who's, they end who's up... Who's your daddy? Uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they announce, and it, the guy who's announcing the score, because this is scored somehow. Don't ask us how it works. Yeah, Going I, into the exhibition round, they did say, like, we're down five, five points. Five points, yes. And we need a sure. big score from you. It's Calvin Ball. Anything goes. <laughs> but they announce, oh, this team got third place and winning in the closest competition ever by one point. It's the rival school team. And George Washington <laughs> Military Academy got second. They announced second place okay. last. That's how the Olympics do it, right? It's okay. Third person step up there. Uh, Michael Phelps, you take the big step up to the top. And then Ryan Locke, you get second. Oh, and who got fourth? So it's like, okay, you know what? Respect. I liked that they didn't win. Because hey, double team based on a true story, apparently. But for the team to be like, they're fucking garbo to, hey, they're the best. Winning. To this being like, hey, this team was historically not good, but and, they brought some pizzazz. And, some and this contest wasn't the big one. Well, this was the big one as far as they've ever made it to because it's the regionals and they've only gotten third once before. So, but then they, they earned a spot in the nationals then, right? Apparently. Yes. Okay. Which is, seems to be a very generous qualification for... Maybe there's not a ton of regions in Military Academy I, drill team stuff, but if God the top knows. two, maybe top three teams automatically go make to it. Nationals, eh, maybe you need to have a higher bar military. Yeah, well, actually, no, maybe not, because otherwise... Actually, I was going to say, then they'd be a draft, but that the draft is the lowest bar. That's like, we need everybody. Yes. I'm also a conscientious objector like Hillary Duff. I assume Hillary Duff and Cadet Kelly... Like, this was, like, her autobiographical movie. Oh, my God. This is the memoir. Memoirs? Of Hillary. I think this is when we hear it. No, we hear it at the very end. Mm-hmm. She uses that word. Yeah, they're still going to nationals, and Kelly tries to say, like, oh, it's all my fault that we got second because I missed the earlier part. Which and they're is- like, bitch, we meddled. We got a fucking medal. We did it. What's a little full of herself? It's like, oh, if I was there for the team portion of the competition, we would have won. But then yeah. Stone interrupts her and says, it's your fault that we made it this far because we never could have done this without you. You know, that was a genuine kind of like, you know what, there's some mutual respect. I'm getting kind of the friendship. I don't really know if it is a logical conclusion to their arc because they're mostly just been shitty to each other the whole yeah. movie. 
But maybe off screen, doing their dance practices, they became better friends. But at least with that line, that writing, I was like, that was pretty good. Yeah. Then we hear that Stone is moving to Europe, so there yeah. won't be a next year, which is Sad. also a very sports no anime sequel. thing to do. Is Unless... that upperclassmen always don't make it to the next competition? What if they did like a Worlds and they had to face off against one they another? They did the, the Bring It On. That would have been Cadet that would have been cool. They could have did Worlds and they could have had to like go against each other in like well, a paddock. I already pitched Cadet Kelly two colon two dads, so Cadet Kelly three could be Bring It On. I guess. Shit. They go to Worlds and they're facing off against fucking Russia and North <laughs> Korea or something. You know, ideas, Disney. You can always bring these back. I don't know what she's doing these days. So Brad, at this point, he's just happy they meddled. That's kind of all he's done left in the movie. Stone's yeah. moving, but she says, you know what, Cadet Kelly? I want you to be a platoon leader. And that's like, no, she shouldn't. She would be bad. She has not showed Earned the, the what ability about, to follow rules, let alone enforce rules what for about, people. What was the other? Gloria or not? Yeah, Gloria. Gloria. What about her? No. No. She's dead to stone. So then we see yeah. just the whole team is squaring up in front of their home audience or their supporters. No. They're doing their fucking gun bullshit. Yeah, no, twirly birds. Support the truth. <laughs> So and then we get some narration to being like, my story was important. Blah, blah, blah. My memoir. Hey, memoir. you know what? Maybe I forgot what everybody was wearing. Yeah. And then she salutes Sir specifically. Sir salutes her back. Freeze frame on her smiling yes. face. That's Cadet Kelly. That's Cadet Kelly. And then we cut to uh, a Linkin Park song. Being like, I'm breaking the hell. <laughs> I'm breaking the cadet You'd mentioned the comments left on IMDb about, like, the clothing that... Yes, there were some definite, um, actually, goofs on IMDb where it's like, well, this wouldn't be the right uniform, blah, blah, blah. And then there was somebody who corrected it, redacted, being like, this was accidentally labeled a goof because she says she could have gotten everything people were wearing wrong. So, actually... That's how all movies with narrators end. That's such a weird comment to make by Cadet Kelly. About the clothing, and then somebody making that comment. Because she's it's a like, very stylish. It's like somebody on the crew wanted that to be able to make that, was that their IMDb advisor comment. To be like, oh, okay, you fucked up. Just you know what? Here, throw this in. And maybe it was. Maybe who knows? Because Kelly seems to be a very fashion focused person, so you oh, think yes. she noticed the clothes first? Yes. Uh, all narration at the end of movies should be like based on true stories. Be like, <laughs> eh, you know what? Maybe I forgot some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking who knows? No. So that was Cadet Kelly. Yeah. Uh, certainly a big standout as far as going into DCOMs, knowing I had heard of Cadet Kelly. No. To the point where I actually wasn't sure if Cadet Kelly was a Disney Channel movie or maybe just a real a movie. movie yeah. uh, like uh, the well-known, apparently, Cinderella story. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe. Uh, I had watched Lizzie McGuire as a kid. I no. don't really have a great attachment to it i'm trying to remember if she was like this kind of bubbly in lizzie mcguire i think she was i think she was more serious and maybe like her cartoon self because wasn't yeah. there like the cartoon yeah, self i think yeah, that maybe yeah. brought the silliness in yeah i i mean i don't have like distaste for hillary duff she kind of just she exists but doesn't really yeah. exist anymore and i, I looked know. her up she's only like five years older than her. <laughs> 
but the I feel like she's like fall. 40 now. No, yeah, she does seem a lot older. But it's funny, a uh, different podcast. I, 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 I don't know they, why I say a different podcast, but a podcast I listened to called 372 Pages Will Never Get Back, which I would recommend. Hmm. It's hosted by one of the guys from Mystery Science Theater who then went on to do Joel. Riff Tracks. Not Joel. It's Mike Nelson. And then one of the writers of Riff Tracks. And they read books. Their first book they read was Ready Player One. That's mm. the 372 pages because that's the length of Ready Player One. And they and hated they, it. They read books that they are probably thinking they're going to dislike. And it's very funny. And they sometimes, they kind of switch back and forth between like real production or publication books. Like they read a Dan Brown book. And then no. they switched over most recently to apparently a very infamous Harry Potter fan fiction called oh. My Immortal. Uh-oh. Where... It's questionable whether it's actually like a real fan fiction or somebody trying to play it off as real, kind of a troll way. But it's very focused on the main character, who's very much a self-insert of the author, Mary Sue. And she turns all of like the main characters into vampires. So, But then she changes their names too. So it's like Harry Potter is in it, but he's a vampire. And being a vampire they call him vampire that's his name i think neville is like diablo it's very silly so they just rewrite the whole like harry potter's book no it's just maybe like goofy 100 some pages that's still long but it's all like very poorly written and it's of like the mid-2000s era where the author is goth and she talks about her outfits and my chemical romance and going to hot topic and she always talks about preps and that was certainly i think of an era for like us in middle school of like preps and jocks and emo but like not saying like i was a goth or anything i I definitely referred to i feel like that's still a thing and i feel like maybe i don't know well i i I don't know kids anymore (laughs) like like those kind of cliche kind of groups like i mean like even the breakfast club they kind of highlight yeah there's the goths the geeks the you know the so i feel like some of that could be eternal yeah. But I don't know. Maybe the Zoomers. They just all love TikTok. So that brings yeah. them together. Right. Uh, but she refers to preps and she regularly describes somebody as like Hillary Duff. And she talks about how much she fucking hates Hillary Duff. In this book? Yeah. In the fan what? fiction. And I just found it so funny because as I just said, like Hillary Duff was a thing. And then she just wasn't a yeah, thing Yeah. Why anymore. do you hate her? I think most recently she was maybe in uh, a movie called like the possession of Sharon Tate, I think, who was the... I've heard of that. She was the person, I believe, that was killed by... Or I might have the name wrong, but she was playing the person who was killed by the Manson family. Yeah. I, I did see her. I think they did a... It was a pretty popular kind of like read-along or script reading of, I think, the with her and Gordo and Miranda from, from her show on Disney. Okay. And that was kind of a... It was like a thing like, hey, we know you guys are... I thought they were going to... Thought, thought there was talk of bringing back Lizzie McGuire for Disney Plus, but and maybe they it, like, were fell through because of COVID. I think it was like the creator wasn't on board, or okay. I don't. Maybe maybe Hillary Duff was asking for too much money. Maybe this whole reading script reading was for COVID. Like, hey, we know you guys are stuck inside. Here's a fun little thing we're gonna do. But the the Lizzie McGuire show also a show that ended at 65 episodes, like oh. other Disney Channel shows. We really, we really went afoul of uh, what we were talking about. But yeah, Cadet yes. Kelly, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, well, I don't think we really complained really at all. I mean, there was like minor, like, oh, they could have had a I, dinner scene. Yeah, oh, Carla's character was underdeveloped. I think Kelly is 
obnoxious, maybe not quite as lovingly obnoxious as they probably intended, at least I personally no. found. But I'm sure there's plenty of kids that could relate to her or be like, hey, you know what? She's a prep, but she's okay, too, yes. because she supports the troops. The, the love triangle could have been built up more. I honestly thought... But Kelly only if the guy wasn't 23. Yeah. So. But, but Kelly honestly should have ended up with him. Yeah, it's another kind of like double team where they bring in this love triangle stuff. Two movies in a row and it doesn't go anywhere. No, and that's fine. Which is but it's out of the norm. Yeah, we don't need a romantic conclusion, but then again, it's like, what was the point? Yeah, yeah. Good movie. We've been Commandant Lucas Melby and Maggot Maggot Jacob Telechad. And you can write to us at a whole new pod at gmail.com with your own uh, uniform corrections about Cadet Kelly. Find us on Apple Podcasts. I think I've correctly transferred over to whatever Google Music Podcasts or whatever the fuck it's being turned into. Okay. I keep getting emails being like, we're ending this shit. Bring it over. I'm like, I thought I did. And then I looked mm-hmm. in and it's like, one person's listened to a podcast through that in like the last month and it's like yeah probably people just don't bother with that because they just use other apps speaking of other apps i finally i thought it maybe would just do it automatically at some point as some podcatcher apps find podcasts but i added our show onto stitcher which i know is a a service that i've heard in reference to podcasts so sure i threw it on there there you go no more work i really need to do with that and also, you can find us on Spotify, so follow us on there. And then also, the hub of most of our activity, it seems, positive and negative, over on YouTube. YouTube. Find us uh, at a whole new pod there. Leave positive Go through comments. all of our videos. Leave like them thumbs because up. We're just getting haters. We do have some All haters. these people think I should be uploading the full movies. At least that's what I... We never hint. We never say full <laughs> movie. HD. Full length Trust film. Trust me, as somebody who's tried to hunt down bootleg or streaming versions of movies that are not necessarily legally uploaded, I know what I encounter to be like, oh, here's the video. It's not actually the movie. Click in this description link. We don't do that bullshit. I've already said we present it very much as a podcast, just about as much as possible, except we use the title of the movie in our episode title. It's still yeah. numbered episode whatever mom's got a date with a vampire and then i show an image of the movie title or an image from the movie yeah nothing what, is, what do you want from me you want me to yeah. throw our bad logo on there that only works in like thumbnail size right. and then i blow it up too big it's like oh no that too grainy was definitely made by lucas in like a half hour on a website but i i want to throw in here we're up to 83 subscribers and forty six thousand five hundred and fifty four views wow getting there Closing in on that 50k, maybe the most recent comment that was my most favorite comment ever that I assume is in vain of some of these other comments was on our Luck of the Irish video. Somebody commented, just liar. (laughs) (laughs) About what? No, no extra details. I guess probably that I lied that this was the movie, even though we aren't trying to say it's the actual movie. And I think. That's all I have as far as plugs because I don't even need to ask and I will just resign us to, it's not that big a deal anyways that uh, we don't have a Twitter account anymore. (laughs) Who knows? It's lost. You know what? I think we probably, I think we should get on that TikTok. I think this sounds like the good time to get on the TikTok. Yeah. When it like gets banned here in like a month. 
we're going to date this podcast in multiple ways by one referring to TikTok. Who knows if that will stand the test of time. I think TikTok's bigger now than Vine ever was. Yeah. So I think TikTok, Microsoft will buy the rights or however that business shit is, is that what they're trying to do? They're buy it and then, then it can't get banned or? Basically, the issue is that there's it's still like fully like a Chinese company controlling yeah. it. There's not really like an American arm of it. Yeah. So if Microsoft buys like the American region rights or whatever, yeah. I guess that is okay because it's an american company harvesting data like gotcha. all of the other you know facebook and whatnot that's yeah. okay i think tiktok does do it maybe a little more than some of those as far as data harvesting but hey if you want to exist on the internet you kind of sign your way there's your rights we've, away like we've that. signed so many privacy forms we don't even know what we're getting that, ourselves yeah, into. and i don't use tiktok because i am not cool i do a podcast we're pretty cool uh so yeah you know what? We are pretty cool. We're pretty cool. And remember the last episode where I thought, I'm like, hey, I thought I had a great uh, outro. And now to you say. actually have one. Uh, and I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. Now I remembered what I was going to say uh. for the last episode. In a very relevant fashion to Cadet Kelly, I will say, you want to jam with the rest? <laughs> then you got to slam with the best. Wow. That's not even right. Fuck! <laughs> Jesus. Shaft. <laughs>